I'm not crying anymore Oh, because I praise the Lord I've been laughing all day long Because of my Lord Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, an uplifting show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. If you're ready for some inspiration and laughter in your life, you've tuned in to the right show. It's time to show love, everybody. Show love one time. Be strong enough to fight my battles. I know he'll never give me more than I can handle. My love, my king, the one that I Hi, welcome back to Lost Light and Laughter, a show about laughing after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. And today we have another special show. I have with me Dr. Laura Pruitt. Dr. Pruitt, come on in and tell everybody about yourself. Hey, good evening, Michelle. Bless the Lord. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. So a little about myself. Um, Girl, there's so much to tell. Lord, help. So let me just start by saying that I am a uh, psychologist by trade and um and my business is uh, generally helping veterans and active duty personnel get through the dramas and traumas of life. That's my day job. And then I am a uh, active uh, professor and adjunct professor at Cameron University. That's my night job. And then, you know, the Lord has uh, so desired me to, to just do ministry and to be of help and service to people. And that's my all the time job. So that could be in the middle of the grocery store with these strangers. Right. I don't have any clue up to, you know, some, some place else that is um, more akin to what you might think of traditional therapy and, and counseling and such. So um, I am both a mentor and a coach and I, I just love God's people. So I do the work wherever I can and, and wherever he uh, allows me to do it. So that's right. who I am. Well, thank you for that. So as you know, the show is called Lost Light and Laughter. So I need you to go ahead and tell the audience about a significant loss in your life. Okay. So I, like I was telling you earlier, I have um, several significant losses that I could speak about. But as I was thinking about, okay, so what would I share today? I guess I want to talk to your audience about the loss of childhood, having drama and trauma in life so much so that you just feel like you missed being a kid. Oh, good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, go ahead and and share wherever you would like to start. And I tell my guests, you have the freedom to share as much or as little as you'd like. Go ahead, Dr. Pruitt, share with us. (laughs) So at this age and stage of life, I am long away from being a kid. But inevitably, it seems as though the dramas and traumas of life that we have in our early developmental years, when we're still trying to figure out who we are and who we're going to be as people and what we want to be. And, you know, that that. uh, question that every kiddo gets at some point or another. What do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And and there can be so many different uh, things that people want to be. And sometimes when you have had a less than functional 
childhood, a less Mm -hmm. than encouraging childhood, a less than nurturing childhood, uh, you might find yourself looking sideways at that question. When somebody says, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because many times, even young children have had the misfortune of having to grow up quickly, uh, having to be, you know, parents when they are, are still, you know, small. Right, right. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually small and having to carry the load and the burden of someone much older and greater. And I found myself in that category where I just had to grow up way too fast. Yeah. Just carrying the burden of being a good kid. Now you would think that that isn't a loss when somebody has the expectation that you would just be a good kid. Yeah. Right. That you would be, that you would be no trouble. Right. Like yeah. you just, just need to be a little, little perfect child over here. Just don't be any trouble. We got enough trouble right. without you adding to it. Yeah. And sometimes you don't get, and I found myself not getting to be just a regular kid. Mm-hmm. I was having to negotiate the arguments and between, you know, with my parents and the strife and discord and mm-hmm. disunity of the household. And when you grow up like that, when you were afraid, to, I was afraid to walk across the floor some days. My, my dad was an alcoholic. And mm-hmm. so he would have moments where, you know, he just wanted to be ugly and fight anything moving and would say the most mean and hateful things. Yeah. And so you don't get to be a little kid. You don't get to have your, and I didn't have my imagination fostered. Right. I, I have always and you can attest to this because you know me, I've mm-hmm. always had a vivid imagination and yes. a million and a half questions to ask about <laughs> everything. Right? Yes. So the, the idea that you just need to sit quietly mm-hmm. and suffer silently mm. and just don't be a bother and just don't mess up anything and don't add to it just quells your creativity and your ability to think in terms of unlimited possibilities, right. which is what children need to be able to do. Yeah. yeah, They need to be able to flourish and to grow into what they want to be, as opposed to hearing the adult conversations that say what you can't do and right. who you are not. Right. And I grew up hearing who I wasn't, not who I could be. Right. I grew up hearing what I could not do and what I should not do as opposed to the sky is the limit and just keep an open mind and and decide and and just try a bunch of stuff. There was never the encouragement of that. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like the loss of my childhood was great and it took a great toll upon me. Yeah. And so as a teenager, not coming out of that childhood experience and being a teenager and, and still needing very much so to be, uh, just in line, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. don't make any fuss. You make good grades. I was always a good student, right, I was right. always a good student, but every report card says great student talks too much. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Student talks too much. Mm-hmm. And all the time I was being told, be quiet. Shh, 
shut up. Mm-mm. No, not now. No, don't, not the time for the question. No, no, no. Don't ask that now. And, and I can remember purposing in myself. You talk about laughter. I can remember purposing in myself. I was about nine or 10 years old and I made a declaration over my life. I didn't know what I was doing at the moment and uh-huh. at that time, but I praise God for it. I think that was just the spirit in me speaking out because I've been told to be quiet so much. Yeah. And and I remember declaring over my life, when I get big. Yeah, yeah. When I get big, oh, they gonna pay me to talk. That's right. I love that. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. When I get big, they're gonna pay me to talk. Because I did not, even at that age, I understood the value of a voice. Yeah. I understood the value of being able to speak your truth mm-hmm. and, and had a desire to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so in my growth and development over time, and now I've grown up, girl. Yes. You know, I've gotten real grown. Really good <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I still value the voice. Mm-hmm. I value being able to speak and to speak about those things that are important and those things that are valuable. And while I can't go back and relive my childhood. I can't go back and take out the drama and the trauma of it all. What I can do is use what God has gifted me Mm -hmm. with and to recognize that along the way, yes, there is light at the end of that tunnel. Yes, there is grace. There is mercy. And while I can't go back and relive it, what I can do is be better going forward. I can't be five again. I can't right. be nine again, but I can be the best version of me at this age and stage of my development and not allow the voices of others to speak more loudly than my own. Amen. No one can tell us who we are. Right. Right. Amen. They have their, their opinions. They have their, their thoughts and their feelings and whatever that's based upon that is theirs. It is not ours. That's right. To learn that along the way. Just because somebody said it doesn't make it true. That's right. Yes. Yes. Preach. (laughs) Okay. So just because I was told, be quiet, shut up, don't say it. You know, it's mm -mm, little girls, be quiet. Mm -mm -mm. You can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, Doesn't make it true. And we have to not accept the loss. Mm-hmm. It doesn't become a reality until we get into agreement with it. Right. And from an early age, though I lost a lot in terms of, of being able to just be a dreamer mm-hmm. and to just not have to worry about adult stuff. Who's going to pay bills? And, and how are they, <laughs> what is not for kids to be trying right. to figure out and help adults with and and help them with their communication skills and, and all of that stuff. But I found myself having to do that way too soon and having to fend for myself way too early because I just didn't have the nurturing and the spiritual guidance and the mental and physical and emotional senses around me that were necessary to flourish as a child. And so I feel like I I did lose a lot in my childhood, Uh but what I lost there, God has more than made up for in the gains and what he placed in me. Because the one thing I have learned at this 
age and place of being now is that adversity grows us. Uh We grow in adversity. We grow in the struggle and we can grow very early. Yeah. And so as that takes hold of me and I recognize that, you know, maybe I can't count it as a loss, Uh truth be told. Maybe I can't really count it all lost, even though it was difficult. Yeah. I can count it as a growth and a growth and development track designed by God to move me along (laughs) to the faith and place and at the pace that I needed to be at. So I don't count it as a loss now, although, mm, yeah, to some degree it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about God and what he's done for us. When did you come into accepting that maybe just God had a different path for you for your childhood? Like how did you transition into your walk and having this confidence and God, because, you know, you didn't have the ability to have an imagination. And a lot of times when our childhood is robbed, right, it's taken from us, you feel slighted, especially when you may, yeah, you may walk into church and you hear a brother and sister in Christ having this fabulous childhood. And you're like, why didn't I get that? <laughs> What's going on here, God? Talk to me about that. Did you ever feel slighted? Like, where was God in, you know, you looking back at a lost childhood? I think there was some moments, of course, in there when you do the comparison thing. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. They get that and I didn't get that. And why did they get this? And, and, and that kind of thing. You do the comparison thing. Um, but I didn't do that much as a, as a kid. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of affluence. There wasn't a lot of of extra. I mean, mm-hmm. people were just when, where I was growing up. Um, and during that time, people were just making do and right. getting by. So there wasn't a lot that I feel like I, um, I missed out on because somebody else had more than me. Mm-hmm. I, I think I just took it in stride. You know, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't really doing a lot of comparisons. Uh, and I think that's a blessing. Yeah. You know, and, and to be shielded from that, to yeah. be shielded from the envy, to uh-huh. be shielded from the, the, the wishing and the wanting. Right. Um, and so I, I'm thankful for that, that, uh, that, that didn't, that didn't hit me in that way. Um, but I think more the, the loss of that, that innocence, that childhood innocence, uh-huh. um, where you just get to, to turn circles in your, your, you know, big skirt, because, (laughs) you know, just turn that kind of thing. Uh, the, there wasn't a lot of laughter uh, in my household. Nobody was having any fun. Um, I often went to, uh, other people's homes because I wasn't bringing them to mine. Right, right. You know, uh, uh. <laughs> I will not subject my friends to this. <laughs> no, I, will not subject, I don't want to be subjected to it, let alone right? somebody else. In it. I'm trying to get out of here. You know, I need to go someplace else. Yeah. So, um, so that loss of innocence that that, um, but along the way, I did see um, the hand of God because I had a grandmother who mm-hmm. was uh, a blessing, a real blessing to me, and her place was the hideout. Yeah. I would go to her place uh, to make sure that that I hid out and was sheltered from the 
you know, the stuff that was going on in, in my house. Okay. And, um, and so I thank God for her and, and her wisdom uh, that still lives with me now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm good for a, my grandma used to say kind of story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Phones, girl, because, you know, that substance, you want to keep that and that, that stuff that's not good for you. That's going to get stuck in your throat. You just spit that out and keep that away from you. So I, I am good for some grandmother wisdom, even uh-huh. though I, yeah grandchildren of my own. I can't wait for that to happen, you know, so I can pass on that old folks stuff to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, was God always a part of your life? Did your grandma take you to church? She How did. She did. She did. Uh-huh. Not an option. Okay. <laughs> right. There was not an option. If you were at my house and it's Sunday morning, oh, you get your little self up and getting dressed for church now. Like don't act up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Amen. So let's talk about the laughter part. I I know uh, just thinking back to, you know, that lack of childhood where you could just be free to laugh and just be loud about it, you know, and have that freedom and even to have your laugh muzzled, you know, that's, that's hard. Yes, it is. That's probably why I laugh so much now and why I I find such uh, levity in life now. you know, just being able to to regain that sense of of laughter in it, which is good medicine. It's good. It mental is. Health. Yes, it it's is. Good mental health to be able to laugh not only at the things that are just the foolishness of the world, but but also at ourselves and not just take ourselves too seriously. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, what am I tripping on today? Yeah. Like, let me not, you know? Right, right. It's me, Lord. It's me. <laughs> yes, definitely. I need to go eat. <laughs> I was going to take a moment, okay? Yeah, yeah. Me. Ooh, I'm sorry. Look at me acting up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, and, you know, do you have something that you always fall back on, like a story or a joke that you think of? You know, when you just love to laugh at um, at any given point in your life. You know, um, I have several of those. <laughs> uh, one that I I will not forget. My son uh-huh. is a mess. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I find myself and and even like through his childhood, uh, he was such a blessing mm-hmm. because we had a lot of laughter. And I think one of the things, because I didn't grow up with lots of loud laughter in the house, one of the things that I wanted to create for him was the, the freedom to be himself okay. and the freedom to turn cartwheels in the living room. Just don't yes, break Yes, right? <laughs> I have one of those too. You know what I'm saying? Put your chair back. You have a good time, but you know, can we be decent and in order here? Uh, you know, put that chair back when you finish turning the yeah. carpet. Yeah. But <laughs> don't break the glass table now. <laughs> Please and thank you. Please don't do that. Uh, but I, I think being able to to see what I didn't have mm-hmm. and to and to want to give that, to want to be a curse breaker. Yeah. Uh, and and mindful of that, mm-hmm. so I could create that for him, that space and that place. So I can remember when he was about 16, he was he was graduating from he was getting ready to graduate uh, from high school and such. And he didn't have his driver's license. Mm -hmm. And so he tells me 
mom, uh, I know you didn't have a childhood, but what does that have to do with me? <laughs> I am not ready to take on the responsibility of, of having someone else's uh, life in my hands. I don't think that I am responsible enough for these duties. So I don't want to get a driver's license. I guess you're just going to have to keep chauffeuring me around. That's what he wanted. <laughs> I mean, really a living chauffeur, like who does it? You know, he's on to something. <laughs> he was like, no, he said, I want my whole childhood. Okay. And he was serious about it. Girl, do you know this child did not get a license until he was 18? What? (laughs) No, he's like, no. I want my whole childhood. But he was serious about that. He meant that. And I honored that. Yeah. I remembered saying, you know, Lord, I want him to have the childhood I didn't have. Yeah. 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 You know, sometimes. Yes. Yes. You're like, oh. It sure does. Oh, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? You know, the Holy Spirit be reminding you of stuff. You know, right. You say that. So you can't be mad. Right. Yes. I find something every day to laugh at. If it's it's a past memory, Mm -hmm. I can laugh at that. If it's something happening in the moment, I can laugh at that too. And I'm willing to, because life is just way too short to not have uh, the freedom of living and being in laughter. Yes, yes, I totally agree. And that's really the premise of the show. So, okay, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Let me ask you this. Do you have any last remarks or any words of wisdom to someone who may um, have experienced the same thing where they just had to grow up too quickly? I would say to anyone who has had that experience, to try very hard not to be resentful and bitter about it. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when we feel like we have missed out, we feel like we have had lack, we feel like we have lost, we feel like it's a competition. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, to anyone, please understand that there's a plan and the purpose. And, And maybe that wasn't the plan for you to have this fairy tale existence. Maybe you needed to learn something in, in that, even if it was early, Yeah. but, but for us to try not to let bitterness take root uh, so that we can enjoy life because it's already gone. Not like it's, you know, we can do anything about it, but right. living in the ghost town of our memories doesn't do us any good. That's right. So allow yourself to be not under that oppression now. Mm -hmm. So don't be under the oppression now. Right. She just said something. Okay. (laughs) Amen. Well, all right. Well, I want to thank you so much, Dr. Pruitt, for coming on. Audience, this was just an awesome show. She dropped some nuggets here, sharing her story. I want you to remember to subscribe, to share, download, let your friends know about it. Keep God first and keep on laughing. It's time to give praise, everybody. Give praise one time. Yeah. It's time to show love. Everybody show love one time. Yeah. It's time to give praise, everybody. Give praise one time. Yeah. It's time to show love.